Okay, let's hear it. Defenders of the universe, it's Darren Maskell and a guest. Defenders of the universe, who knows what they're going to defend next. It's like 12 seconds. Okay, well, um, we'll just start off with um, your first option you sent me, and it's um, curried pasta. So yeah. could you explain what curried pasta is? Well... First, well, when I say, to, if I said to you, I'm coming, you've invited me around for a barbecue or something. Mm-hmm. And I've said, I'm, right, I'll bring some curried pasta with me. Mm-hmm. What's your reaction to that? Um, uh, I probably wouldn't say anything until and expect and just see what you come with. Well, I'm going to come with curried pasta. Yeah. And so... I'd expect you, hmm, some, it would be like, I'd, I'd, I'd expect pasta salad, but it to be like curried flavoured. Like a salad? <laughs> a pasta salad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not far off. I say I'm bringing <laughs> curried pasta to your house and yeah. people think that I'm like bringing a big sort of like, like pasta with masala sauce or something. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. And they they scrunch their faces up. They go, "That's disgusting," but it's it's a it's a side dish basically, and it's mm. very popular in my house. Mm. And I'm sick to death of people turning their nose up at it whenever I say I'm going to bring it to their house. Mm. Why do you think people are so uh, reticent towards curried pasta? Because people don't like things that uh, they haven't, you know, that, that seem a bit different. They think, mm. well, curry goes with rice or mm. chicken. It doesn't go with pasta. Mm. Uh, but they haven't tasted it. They don't, they don't know what it's like. And then you give it to them and, like, like they, 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 it's a side dish. They say, well, you know, what is this? There's, there's not enough going on here. It's a side dish. You put it with stuff. Put it with some chicken. Okay. So is it? So is it your go? So you're saying it's your go-to side dish instead of um, pasta, um, instead of rice. Well, let's be clear: curried pasta. I can't really make curried pasta in the same way my mum can, but when my mum makes curried pasta, we we we're obsessed, and like we become greedy and selfish. And we all just want as much of that delicious little side dish as we can possibly get on our plates. And we, you know, we don't stop thinking about it. We're eating the curry pasta, but we're thinking about what's left in the big bowl over there. We're looking at people as they go towards the curry pasta and we hope they don't really, they're not really into it. They don't understand it. In that case, it's, it's, it's quite nice when they don't understand it. But what I don't like is when I say, I'm going to bring curry pasta to your house and I get this sort of expression as if to go, don't do that. I don't want... I don't want that in my house. And like, you know, people just need to try stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, my flatmate says it's got no flavor. And that's, what's she talking about? It's curried flavor. So, when, so you're bringing this to a barbecue because you don't usually bring food to a dinner party, do you? No. It so is it's, more it's barbecue. barbecue. If someone says, if someone says we're having a barbecue, <laughs> barbecue, or we're having a picnic, 
I say, great, I'll bring curried pasta. Right, okay. Every time. Do you think it's actually the curried pasta that they're um, angry at, or it's just that they don't feel you're participating with an acceptable... um, um, item that you should you should be bringing something that everyone is definitely going to be eating they don't feel that everyone's going to be eating the curry they think you're just going to be eating the curried pasta you're bringing something that only you like (laughs) no yeah it's not it's not it's one of my favorite dishes it's like when people bring um what you say um bring a bottle to uh, a dinner yeah. party and you bring something that you know you're, you're just going to drink. Dandelion and bur- burdock, yeah. Every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't agree with the logic. If what if if this is my favourite dish, I think it's. Yeah. I think when All people right. have this for the first time, that they're it's going to blow the blow them away, and they're going to want more and more and more. That's what I think is going to happen. If I, I would have bought like you know some oh I bought some brown bread to your party. That's when it's like, that's rude. I tell you what I think it's the equivalent to. It's if you're a DJ and you select music that you think would educate people on the night, but that's yeah. not what P- DJ should do. Even uh, though if it's a good song and you think it's something that people should listen to, yeah, you've got to play the Libertines or, right. <laughs> or something that everyone can dance to. So a safe shop, a safe option. Yeah, I do. I do understand <laughs> your angle there, but I, I, if I can counter it, I'd say with food, I think it's important that we try. We try different d- dishes. You don't, you know, you don't want people going to France and just having burger and chips. Are you? Are you quite? Um, do you know what country you live in? And yeah. and what? our country's people eat when they're on holiday yeah yeah exactly the, the local talking, cuisine yeah <laughs> the local thing yeah. culture to the country they'll kick back at you they resist and they'll get they'll get roast dinner <laughs> yeah and egg and chips yeah well <laughs> you know yeah maybe you're right maybe it's not the right place to but 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 you know when is it the right place for curry pasta then? I suppose when they come to my house. Yeah. Like a... Yeah, that's yeah. Um Yeah, do you know what? it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not a bad argument. Maybe I should stop taking curry pasta. Because also it doesn't make me look good because I take this thing to the party and I'm watching it like a hawk yeah. the whole time. <laughs> and if people if people don't like it, I get really offended. And if they do like it, I, I kind of get a bit annoyed that they're having too much. So Actually, it's a it's a headache for me. This this I'm, thing. I'm, I'm guessing because you like it so much, you're eating quite a lot of it at the mm. thing, and you've got the philosophy that you should be trying new things. So I'm guessing you're trying everyone else's stuff as well. Yeah, so you're yeah, just I'm... there eating your own thing and everyone else's thing. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> I'm a greedy boy. <laughs> um, but I I do obviously have your um, because um. I do appreciate trying new things because I, I always have that guilt about whenever I'm having a, a takeaway 
choosing the same same safe uh, uh, safe option yeah. and not choosing something that I would normally uh get them maybe missing out on something there is always that guilt I that's have. a gamble as well because yeah with it's you know it's an absolute nightmare if you order a takeaway and, and you and, it, and you don't because getting a takeaway is like an event yeah especially these days yeah now there's nowhere to go that's 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 the big thing that's happening and if you get that wrong <laughs> i'm i mean i don't I, I sort of don't speak for about a day if i get a takeaway wrong I thought at the age of 34, I'd have it all locked down. I'd be like, yeah. I've tried everything now and I know what I want and I can coast through the rest of my life knowing I'm having the best option. Yeah. But I've just not tried everything yet. The menu's too large. <laughs> have you tried curry pasta? I think I have in one of those instances where there's not enough things in the house that I've had to blend things I'd normally not mm. blend together. Um, yeah. But this um, isn't, I mean, this isn't a salad, by the way. I mean, I, it, it's a side dish. Pasta salad. It's not. It's, pasta salad is pasta with some kind of flavoring and maybe some a few uh, vegetables like sweet corn. Mm, yeah, there's no sweet corn in it. Onion. Onion. Yeah. Mm. That's the only other thing in it, really. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the only other... <laughs> the, the rest of the stuff is just sauce. So how are you making the sauce? Well, my mum makes it, you know, like, like I said, she makes it better than me, but it's... Um, you fry some onions in vinegar and a bit of oil, and then the sauce... The rest, of the, and then a lot of bit, and like some butter, plenty of butter, and then the sauce. The rest of the sauce is made up of sort of um, curried powder, marmalade. Um, what? I've never heard of this before. Marmalade yeah, and, and malt vinegar. Yeah, that's what, this is what I'm telling you. This is curried pasta. Okay. And quite a lot of mayonnaise as well, to be fair. God. I'm going off the idea. That's now. the face. <laughs> That's the reaction I'm getting all the time. I just didn't don't like the sound of mar marmalade with mayonnaise. Well, it works. Okay. Also, there's not much marmalade in there. It just gives it a nice little twang. twang. I don't think my mum does that. To be fair, I don't know what my mum does. I don't like her... food with a twang. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I'll have to um, try it. I suppose. Don't knock it till you tried it. Exactly. Okay. Um, let's move on to your next choice. Um, Jade Goody. Mm. Mm. What do you think people have against Jade Goody? What do I think they have against her? Um, well, there was, there was definitely all the racist stuff. Mm, yeah. That wasn't that wasn't a, that wasn't a high point. I. Do you think she was racist? Um. Well, I think she was massively, you know, she, she was really uneducated and she said something uh, very stupid. I think she almost certainly had, uh, you know, poor views, racist views, probably. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's, di it's difficult to say. I think she's definitely the sort of person that's doing impressions of, your, uh, of, of the Chinese waiters. So... You know, if that's racist, then I think she probably was. But 
but but I think more in a sort of you know really sort of uneducated, um, just not very bright. Mm-hmm. Basically, I don't think she was malicious. I think she probably uh, saw those people as equal still. But um, but I don't know is the answer. Mm-hmm. So what are you d- defending her? <laughs> I suppose what I'm defending with Jacoby is that I, I remember. You think it should be acceptable to do the Chinese waiter jokes? <laughs> no, no. It's just that you said what a what what problem do people have with her, and, I, and that was one of the things that come to mind that was that is indefensible, of course. Yeah. It's but it wasn't so much that it was it was, it was the way she was sort of ridiculed, um, you know, for being stupid. Re- a little bit basically i remember when she died and i remember thinking it was incredibly sad because she was someone who the first person i suppose as far as i'm aware that kind of lived her life in front of us you know if you were watching it and that was quite early reality tv so you did tend to watch it It was quite interesting and so you'd really seen this person a, a lot of this person and uh obviously she's caused a lot of controversy She's a, she's a character, um, says the wrong thing a lot of the times. Uh, and then suddenly she gets cancer mm-hmm. and then dies pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And she's got a kid that she leaves behind. She's got this, uh, you know, rela- one father's over there, this new relationship with this guy who, you know, doesn't, doesn't seem great. I just thought it was all quite sad and, uh, you know, it was upsetting to watch someone sort of die in front of us, really, who 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 had, who had uh, seen a lot of because of TV. But I felt like there was, I remember living with someone at the time, and to be fair, this girl was quite young. I remember her not really taking her death seriously. And I think I felt that a lot of people just didn't take her seriously as a mm-hmm. person because maybe she was, um, um, you know, uneducated. Mm. bit simple so she was almost on television as a sort of uh you know just something we can laugh at mm. uh and i'm aware that obviously she had a lot of fans as well mm-hmm. but uh i suppose she just seemed like a person i could talk about that i remember thinking it was really sad how how a lot of people was reacting to her and of course the people that go well i don't care she's a racist you know, it's difficult to argue with that, I suppose. But she, but you can't, you can't take someone and go, "Oh, that person's so stupid." Even that doesn't feel pleasant for me to say. Mm. Um, and then go, "Oh God, she's racist." Yeah, but almost every racist, well, most racist people are really stupid, like just really mm. badly educated, mm. um, haven't read enough. And I don't, I don't. I'm not defending her racism, obviously, but um, I think probably she didn't, she probably didn't think uh, worse of people who are a different color to her. Mm. God. This is is a regrettable subject. (laughs) I've done done zero research on this. I just remember, (laughs) I remember her dying and I I remember some people thinking it was funny and I remember that upset me. I think also this country has 
uh, a mentality that if uh, someone's in the public figure and they're getting most of their money through being famous, that they're kind of the public have ownership over them mm. and that um, they have the right to uh, judge them because they're somehow funding their lifestyle. Yeah. So I think a lot of people can detach themselves to them as the person as um, kind of fictional because they're not, they're just seeing them on the screen or in the papers. Yeah, that's what I mean, really. She wasn't taken seriously as a real person. Yeah. And actually there's kids there. There's a, there's a dad there. There's a husband there. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, she just wasn't really taken. Very, I don't think she was taken seriously enough as an, as an actual real person. And that's, and that's the problem, really. Um, reality TV has got worse and worse and worse for that. Now you get these people going on these TV shows and the producers are telling them to act in a certain way mm. and to be a certain persona or to exaggerate a certain persona because they know it's going to make good telly. Yeah. Whereas the reality is, yeah, it will make good telly, but also they're going to be hated afterwards or they're going to be ridiculed mm. in the press and, 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 you know, they're being manipulated and probably again because they some of them maybe have lack lack a bit of wisdom or guidance or intelligence to kind of understand that actually they're being sent down the wrong path here the reality stars of today whereas in uh we just had we started off with big brother that was a group of random people that all ages now reality stars are getting younger and younger and they're practically just out of uh secondary school most of them they just mm. And you think these these people they're all, they're all um, filtered and makeup on through um, uh, and they look like quite old, but a lot of them are just eighteen to twenty one. And you think what your mentality was like when you were eighteen and twenty one? You didn't know anything about life no. or how to make right decisions. No, and so it's uh, very dangerous to. Um, um, ask these people to make sensible choices mm. and so I think that's another factor that needs to be these about. people, are, the, the, these producers uh, are scumbags basically yeah. I think yeah <laughs> but that's I mean Jade Goody I mean probably she was you know she was probably someone who probably did a lot of that herself and I, I'm not suggesting mm. that she was pushed into doing these things No, probably, I, mean, I have no idea probably not but in her case you've got someone who will say the wrong thing a lot of the time um you know isn't you know there has no filter mm. and actually probably since then they've probably gone well let's manipulate that because that was getting lots of uh you know mm. lots of coverage in the press makes the show popular blah 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 so let's create more characters like that but mm. um i suppose i suppose yeah what you're saying is is right in the sense that people feel like they have ownership over these people and they're not real people. And I think that's what I didn't like about Jade Goody when she, when she, when she died. It felt like some people didn't consider that was a real person. Mm. It was almost uh, quite a little. Also, I think the producers feel that um, they get all the benefits of some someone like Jade say something controversial, but um, and they and if someone complains about it, they say, well that's something they've said 
and we're not accountable for that. But they didn't have to show all of that um, stuff. They didn't have to broadcast it. They, they yeah. when it when it happened, they could they could take responsibility by saying, "We'll no longer have a live feed, and it will have uh, a fifteen second delay, so we can." Um, make sure that that stuff doesn't get broadcast but they don't yeah. seem to take accountability on on stuff like that yeah i mean it's difficult i think when you're putting real people on television yeah. and obviously uh, i've got some experience with this you have to be um you have to know why you're doing it and and then what you show of them you know you have to have the right values why are you making that show? What's the purpose of it? And if it isn't to uh, ridicule someone or to uh, expose some, something about someone that is going to be unpleasant, then you shouldn't do that. But, you know, they'd probably argue that Big Brother was that. It was a show that was about, you know, a social experiment. It was about seeing, you know, real people. So maybe they'd argue that actually it was fair game to show that. Yeah. And look, you know, but the thing is, that was Jacob was on TV a lot, and she did a lot of things. I can't remember. I can't remember everything she did. It was a long time ago. Obviously, I do remember what she said about um, Shilpa, and mm -hmm. uh, clearly that was bang out of order. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know if you should. I mean, I guess you should show it really because she said it, and and it definitely created a, a, a conversation where people were saying, "Look, it's out of order to say that sort of stuff." So that's probably. A, mm -hmm. I think you have ultimately people people make mistakes and whether you're whether you're lack intelligence and you make a mistake or whether you're, whether yeah. you're bright and make a mistake you have to take on the responsibility whether you think it's unfair or not um but 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 yeah i mean when i when i said let's talk about jay goody i didn't think we were gonna have a conversation <laughs> about racism <laughs> i i just thought i was gonna say yeah i didn't really like it when people laughed when she died and uh, that, but then as soon as the racist stuff come up i thought oh yeah this, this might actually be a problem <laughs> of me trying to defend her but um but yeah i i suppose i, I what, what i'm defending is is uh is yeah people just didn't take her seriously enough yeah as, as a person when she died you know is it right just just because she's she, I don't know. Okay. We probably move. spoke about it for way too long. Yeah. I mean, that was, I hated every second of that. Every <laughs> second of that, I hated. Okay, thanks. Uh, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> this could go down another rabbit hole. Um, Tom Cruise. Well, Tom Cruise is my favorite celebrity. Celebrity? Okay. And why He's is my that? Celebrity. I absolutely love Tom Cruise. Yeah. Have you yeah. met Tom Cruise? No. Okay. So you love the media's perception of Tom Cruise? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. And, uh, you know, I mean, I've, I've seen enough of him. I mean, I don't know him, obviously, personally. But mm. if I did, I think he would be everything I, I dreamed of. <laughs> what, what do you like about him? I love that he... I love that he loves that he's Tom Cruise. Yeah. Because so many celebrities, they're like, you know, oh God, it's so hard being me. This guy loves being Tom Cruise. He thinks it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a story that he was um, he was filming once, uh, some, you know, a movie or whatever. And in the middle of a shot, he just shut down the set and he went, everybody stop. 
Tom Cruise is buying everybody a drink right now. <laughs> everybody here, Tom Cruise is going to buy you a drink. Let's go. Like that. And he's just like, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I love the idea of it. He just, he just thinks it's so funny that he's Tom Cruise. And he wakes up every day and he's like, oh my God, I'm Tom Cruise. But I'd see that as a massive inconvenience just to stop production just so everyone could have one single drink. Yeah. And you're just standing there with one drink. I'm like, oh. Well, what's the alternative? <laughs> what, what's the alternative though? Carrying on as normal. Or, you know, <laughs> oh, this, this, oh, this other thing's happening that we wasn't expecting. <laughs> Let's do that. Then we can get back to the normal boring stuff tomorrow. Yeah, but someone might be wanting to get back to their family or something and get, get, get the yeah, shoe done. Yeah, they'll get back to their family and they go, yeah, sorry, sorry I'm a little bit late. Tom Cruise wanted to buy everyone a drink. <laughs> um, I, I just, and, you know, what else? I, you know, he's, he's, he just seems like a person who is having such a good time. Okay. Um, I love his movies. I love his acting. Yeah. Um, also, I think in interviews, like people made a real song and dance when he jumped up and down on the sofa. Yeah. But if I'm watching a celebrity doing an interview, <laughs> I want to see something happen. Yes. I just want to listen to someone talk. You're an entertainer. <laughs> Entertain me. Yeah. He's jumping up and down on the sofa. Yeah. That's what he's supposed to do. He's an entertainer. Celebrity. This is. No one's remembering, like, Oh, um, <laughs> I gotta say, I can't think of a single actor now. Um, well, Brad Pitt, do you remember when Brad, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt was on Graham, no Graham Norton? Do you remember when yeah. Brad Pitt was on Graham Norton and he talked about being in Thelma Louise? Yeah, and that crap anecdote he did. <laughs> yeah, didn't even stand up <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tom Cruise delivers. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's fantastic. I think the Scientology stuff's funny. Yeah. Uh, I'd love him to be my friend. Although <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to keep up. I'd love him to be my friend for like a couple of days. I don't think I could handle that much attention. That much what? Attention like from everyone looking at you. Well, they're not looking at you, Darren. They're looking at yeah, Tom no, Cruise. No, 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 but they're, they're bothering Tom Cruise. And this like, is the thing. Tom like, Cruise loves it. Yeah, like he's got that reputation of if anyone comes up to him, he stops and has a full-blown chat and does selfies and shakes their hands. I'm yeah. like, fucking hell, I'm trying to get somewhere. It's like yeah, when you're yeah, in Edinburgh yeah. and you have to stop for everyone. Yeah, but he loves it. But he absolutely loves it. <laughs> And isn't so, it amazing to be like that? He's he's not trying to get anywhere. He's, no. he's exactly where he wants to be the whole time. That's a really um, that's a really healthy sort of uh, mindset. So when he's stopping and chatting to them fans, it's because he's like, yeah, this is where I want to be right now. This is like he's not he's not going anywhere. He just says he's he's where he wants to be. That's fantastic. Mm. He is perfect. Yeah, I suppose. You can't disagree with that one, can you? No, I can't disagree with that. I think, <laughs> I think, um, like, I think he he's um, he's responsible for keeping the Hollywood blockbuster um, 
in the true sense of the word, um, actually good, because oh yeah, like I'm not I'm not a fan of like the Marvel and the Transformer stuff. I no. They're just money spinners, um, and they're not very consistently any good. But any anything that Tom Cruise is in, it's at least it's not like a brilliant film, but it's it it's it, it will um entertain me for two hours. Yeah. I think um uh it's a real got, talent, isn't it? To like yeah. You know, to, <laughs> yeah. If you got him in a like I think it's it's interesting that because I was thinking about acting recently and sometimes a lot of the time you think oh it's just about being naturalistic really yeah. and but actually when you've got people like Tom Cruise and Nicolas Cage they're actors where you kind of go well there it's not just about being naturalistic it's about being it's about performing and being naturalistic and actually it's a lot more interesting to watch I, I was talking to someone else about him on the podcast and they were saying he was exactly himself in um did you, have you seen him in Magnolia? Um, I don't know. Oh, yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was the uh, uh, motivational speaker. Yeah. And he just played himself in that, he said. That's uh, so funny. <laughs> I, I think he did actually play himself in that. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, he would imagine, imagine waking up every day with Tom Cruise. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to motivate you. He's going to say some stuff. I, I, I don't know why everyone's got a fixation about his height, though, as well. <laughs> yeah, I, suppose... I don't know. I guess because he was a bit of a he was a bit of a sort of sex symbol, I suppose. And, and then they're yeah. like, oh no, he's just really short. <laughs> Even the Scientology stuff, it's like, whatever. Who, who cares? Like, he's a, yeah, it's a bit different. Oh god, someone's found the meaning to uh, their existence, and they're happy with it. God. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you you you're you fear your mortality doesn't mean everyone else has to fear it. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like curry pasta all over again. <laughs> just once you accept curry pasta, then you'll just be happy. Just <laughs> okay. Um, let's move on to your next one. Uh, you sent me the um, the, the option cats, but then you underline that they meant the film so yeah, yeah, cats yeah. the film yeah. i have to say i haven't watched this well i haven't watched it either. but i i am aware of the i suppose i suppose <laughs> i mean the i suppose i mean the trailer more than anything oh right okay so why because you... i haven't seen the film so <laughs> you've not seen the film no, of course not <laughs> what do you watch that for but you want to defend the trailer yeah because why why do you think same again like I, I could not understand this everyone went absolutely mad about this trailer going oh my god look how ridiculous all those people look okay what are you yeah. talking about <laughs> it's a human being that's made to look like a cat like, what was they expecting i'm looking at those people and i'm going look there's there's judy dench she looks a bit like judy dench and a bit like a cat that's, that's pretty much exactly what i thought she would look like in that in that thing i didn't understand what everyone was going on about it looked fun there were lots of dancing you know, James Corden's there, like it was, he's putting his bum and knocking something out of the way. I thought everyone looked fantastic. I think what people were confused about, because 
they weren't sure if they were trying to portray, uh, portray the people as being cats or were they a hybrid of a cat and a human and that's where there was like a blurred line because in the film they weren't they weren't moving around like cats would they were moving around like humans would mm. and so that's where they're getting a bit confused well not all of them like taylor swift she was pretty feline like wasn't she <laughs> And is that guy called, uh, I don't know, is it Jason Jarello? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Jarello, yeah. Jason or something. Um, he seemed pretty cat-like. You know, I'm, you know, you're not expecting sort of Corden to get down on all fours or anything, but I think most of them made a good effort. You know, I've seen Cats the Musical. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not looking at real cats. You're looking at people, <laughs> makeup, to make them look a bit like cats. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So it is a hybrid. There's, there's, yeah. I don't, there's nothing to be. I guess, I guess, I guess, I know what you mean a little bit with, with the movements, but um, I just think it's that same thing again. People can't stand anything that's a bit different. Oh God, this doesn't look like the thing I thought it was going to look like. Big deal. You didn't make it. Someone else <laughs> made it, and that's that's what that, that's what this person thinks a cat human looks like. It's just just like deal with it. Whatever. I think a lot of people don't understand the concept of a director and what they're paid yeah. to do. They're paid to envision the thing in their yeah. mind, not yeah. portray what's in your mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the director didn't do what I wanted. Oh, my God. It was everyone. Everyone was going mad about it. I mean, I've, you, 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 you watch the Cats trailer up against yeah. nine other random successful films. Yeah. And you watch the trailers back to back and tell me which one's the most entertaining. Okay. <laughs> I bet you it's the cat's one. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you've put a very good um, argument for this. I think. <laughs> We're making a comeback <laughs> after that. Goody fucking. <laughs> cats of the film. Um, but then it didn't make you want to see the film. So it's no, because it's not you know the film isn't aimed at me necessarily. I'm I'm not I'm not too bothered. I don't mind musicals like I know Mamma Mia was quite a successful musical and I, I did watch that. Um, but I didn't like love it. I thought it was all right, but it didn't make me go. I want to watch another film like that. Mm. Um, so I just I didn't watch it because I didn't really think. And even Cats the musical, I remember seeing it when I was little. To be fair, um, and I thought it was all right. But this is the other thing. People were going, oh, there's no, there's no story. It was like, well, yeah, Cats the Musical is not a story. It's just a, it's just a, a series of sort of um, monologues or poems or, yeah. you know, that's what it is. I remember when I watched Cats the Musical, and again, I was probably too young really to appreciate it. But I remember thinking, it's pretty boring because there wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't a story, and I wanted one when I was, you know, fourteen or whatever. Um, so, so I wasn't particularly interested in watching it because, yeah, I'd seen the musical and didn't, didn't, although I really liked the songs. I didn't really, you know, care for the musical. Um, but that's yeah, that's, that's, that's the other thing. People are going, oh, where's the story in this? There isn't a story. They're not going to change it for you. That's the show. I think a lot, a lot of the time when people hear about these things, because obviously it gets leaked out years before, um, and it seems like the with the intervention of the internet and stuff, once you hear something like the cats is becoming a film the online community then creates the film that they want to see yeah. on the internet 
And then if it's nothing like that, they're like, well, this isn't what I wanted yeah. to see at all. And this it's is never what it should be like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, they're never going to win that battle. No, you're always going to lose, I think. Um, social and social media and <laughs> reviewers, to be fair as well, they're like a sort of um, a really destructive part of anyone that's trying to be creative. Yeah. And you just have to try and blank all that out. But, but for cats, it was particularly noisy. Um, okay. Um, let's skip there. Let's move on to the next one. This is baffling, this one. But okay. Um, you've decided to defend France. And why oh, not? Yeah. <laughs> What's this? Well, I think French people, really. Okay. I'll go say, I see French people are have the perception of being snobbish and yeah. pretentious okay yeah. and you don't think that that's a fair assumption do you no i think it is fair <laughs> do you yeah but i think it's funny <laughs> <laughs> and I, I remember we went to france with um some friends and we went to a bar and we all we were in a you know did a round and we all ordered the same round exactly the same round yeah and they charge us different prices every single time. <laughs> they do not care. <laughs> and I just think that's funny. At, at least with them, you're kind of going, yeah, you're really rude, actually. And you don't care about me, but you're being really honest about that. <laughs> at least I know where I stand here. Um, and I just find it really funny. I mean, I love the, I love the country. It's, it's sort of, you know, I think it's beautiful. And But, but, but the actual people there, you know, you go to some places and they're like, you know, like, I mean, America, like, like America, but like, that's obviously very fake over there. And it's like, well, you know, wh where do you really stand with these people? What they're saying, what they're saying when you walk away. But with the French people, they're saying it to your face. Yeah. When you walk away, <laughs> they're forgetting about you in a second. <laughs> they don't care. Uh, I'm quite a big fan of um, the TV programs, Four in a Bed and anything with Gordon Ramsay, like um, yeah. Kitchen Nightmares. And I'd really be interested to see what the French version of Four in the Bed would be. Because in this country, they're really judgmental, but not to their faces. It just yeah. comes down to when they're doing the scores and stuff. Yeah. And I just think I'd love to see what a bed and breakfast owner is like in France when yeah. someone's saying, they've got like a speck of dust behind the toilet seat yeah like what do you expect you're paying 20 francs a night and <laughs> it's like I'd, I'd, uh, I'd like my uh, eggs poached please you get what you want <laughs> uh, uh. yeah i mean i think I, i'd love i'd love to see that show as well and i i'd like to think uh, that they there would be no bitching, you know. Those, those <laughs> would just be boring. It's like, yeah, we've you know we've, we've seen all this. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I like you know, I, I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of the French, even though I know for a fact they um, probably don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> There's not the anxiety of not knowing how people think about you, because mm. I think that's a lot a lot of the thing. Um, I'm going to go a bit off topic. Look, um, 
my <laughs> my mum is obsessed with the neighbours. Yeah. I think she's um she makes up situations that happened that hasn't happened. Like she she thinks they're rude when they haven't even done anything. Like <laughs> she she like if they don't wave to her, she's like, oh they're there are souls they're all up against me I know um I know they're talking about me they're saying all this and this and this all over something that's not even happened and she comes up with some kind of um situation that's happened over nothing that's happened yeah and I think I think we as a country we have that thing that we, we come up with things that have happened because we create them in our mind when really people are just going about their day <laughs> not really thinking about you yeah yeah exactly and france so they don't have that they... she's happy she's having that she's <laughs> making all that stuff up because she doesn't know yeah and french people let you know how they think and that's the refreshing think. thing they let you know and again it's just like it's i think my whole thing here is is i i I don't i'm defending i suppose things that are that other people sort of don't like because maybe it feels a bit different okay um probably the jade goody one aside actually but the all the others i think that's what it is people just like oh i don't like that because it's different so i don't you know you know who cares (laughs) <laughs> it's not what you want it to be it's not you it doesn't matter mm. okay well um i think that's fair enough on the french people <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the last thing we we're going to talk about and it's the choice that you've um chosen for me to defend that you think is indefensible yeah <laughs> which is Ticket inspectors. Yeah. Why do you think it's indefensible? Um, well, I could have, I could have, I could have chosen different, different things like uh, sort of um, debt collectors. Um, I went for ticket inspectors. Basically, I remember I, I would always sort of, uh, I'd never have any money when I first moved to London. So I'd always be skipping the train, really. And I, I wasn't the only one. So as a ticket inspector come on, we'd all go to one side of the train mm. and hope that the train stopped before the ticket inspector got to us. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing, that, the thing that I think annoyed me about the ticket inspectors is that they never ever, they never listened to reason. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're not buying a ticket for the train, yeah. You're not buying a ticket because you've got fuck all money. You're broke. You ain't got anything. And, you know, it's not that bad for me. I'm, I'm on my own. I've got no responsibility. If I get caught, it's a pain in the ass. And I did get caught a few times, of course. Um, but, you know, I can make it work. But there's some people there, you know, there's, there's, there's maybe a mum there and a kid. She's getting fined. I just think that's disgusting. I, I, can't, I, I can't see. There's too many situations where people like that have jobs. And they they go against basic sort of morals, really. Mm. They're not they're not listening to the person; they're just listening to the rules in a book. There's no okay. there's no wriggle room in their conscience. Okay. 
Right. And that's basically what I think, you know, I get that you need a system where a company makes money, of course. Mm. But I also think people are paying if they can pay. If they can't pay, just give them a break, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I should hold uh, an argument against that. Um, <laughs> here is my argument. And I put forward to you the words of Sadiq Khan, mayor of London. <laughs> And he said, when people do not pay their way, oh, it, it is an insult to honest, fair-paying Londoners. Oh. While fare evasion has decreased over the last decade, particularly when rail services have transferred to TfL, it still costs over £50 million in lost revenue each year. This is money that could be invested in modernising transport and keeping fares affordable. Affordable. Mm. Nonsense. <laughs> so all the people that are not paying are causing it to go higher. No, that is that is such <laughs> a of, that is such a lot of bollocks, and there's absolutely no sense of reality in what he's saying. <laughs> what does he mean? Like th- these people aren't skipping the train. They're skipping it because they can't afford they can't afford, afford a ticket. When I moved to London, within, within about five years, the, the ticket prices for London Underground went up went up by about tenner. That was, that was in the space of about five years. Um, there's there's no way they can blame. Also, you know, the, the money they're getting from fining people must be huge. I bet I bet it doesn't even. I bet there's not a huge difference between the people that get away with not buying a ticket and the fines they put on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Making loads of money out of finding people. You, you know, you get fined for so many ridiculous things on the train, also on the roads. People are getting fined if they, you know, they go on a road that, they, that wasn't properly signposted and suddenly they get a £60 fine. Oh, sorry, I didn't see the sign. I, this, is, this is a new, I've not been in this road before, so I didn't see the sign. Don't care, £60. Yeah, but I haven't really got £60. Okay, give us £120 then. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't have any money. That's why I'm not giving you any money. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, so you've not got anything against ticket inspectors themselves, really. You've got a problem well, with the system. You, I've definitely had moments oh. when a ticket inspector has not listened to reason. Um, and I just think you know that they're just like no sorry you've got to appeal and it's like well i know that if i appeal i'm gonna get fined anyway because this system's fucked traffic wardens have got um quota they get paid by the amount of things so they've got an incentive to um fine you really haven't they so do you think that's fine you i mean yeah they haven't that's it, it's the i mean i, I suppose i speak the train thing because i suppose like i do tend to think people that work at train stations are generally are are difficult people that don't really have any real sense of humanity but um it is sort of all of them any sort of debt collector it's i, I get that there has to be a system I, I i fully understand that but i just think if you look at the people that have money problems that can't afford to pay for something, I would say 99.9% of that time, it's not really their fault. They just, if they, if things have gone wrong. They just suddenly haven't got any money. And if you take on a job where you're 
essentially taking furniture away from people that haven't got any, you know, that haven't, can't pay their bills, they haven't got any money or, or if you're, it's, the, it's when they double their fines as well. What are they doing doubling their fines? These people, these people are not, not paying their fines because they think it's funny. They're not paying their fines because they can't afford to. I've, I've been in that situation where I, I can't afford to pay it. So it gets doubled. It doesn't make any sense. Um, you said that um, people uh, use the public transport because they can't pay um, for tra- public transport. But I know that if you're on um, benefits, that they, you do get free transport mm. sometimes. So... Well, that's good and I, I imagine there was a system like that yeah and and you know that's uh that's obviously good i i do think there there is some people though that um because traveling in london is um so high and wages are so low in some places that it does d- d- doesn't benefit you to um pay the it cost you're taking a huge chunk of your wage uh to get to work yeah because they, they is... talk about they talk about inflation and inflation is there of course mm. when it's like if you work in the city of course those wages are going up and up and mm. up and up and up but the jobs that i did when i moved to london yeah and you know i'm not i'm not talking about me because i'm i'm not a problem you know like i said i've got no responsibility i can get by mm. um but the jobs that I the, the, the wages never went up because they were crap jobs. They weren't they weren't mm. uh, jobs that, that you know you had any sort of special skill for. Yeah. And, and there's lots of people like that. Um. Yeah. And many many of those people are doing full time jobs. They're like, you know, yeah. like a cleaning job or something like that. These wages are not going up yeah. as high as the as high as the, the train. Um, and, and people are getting pushed outside of London as well, uh, yeah. because of uh, uh, limited uh, low income housing. So yeah. they're going outside the zones further out in the zones but they're still working in the center exactly and you can be on you know if you're on benefits i get what you're saying but yeah you can be like a full-time cleaner yeah. or something and you're not obviously yeah. you're not on benefits but you might yeah. be on a low wage mm. the train train ticket prices they take a massive chunk out of your wages yeah and they don't bloody work uh... <laughs> 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 yeah i just don't believe in fining people that, that no. have no that's, that's, yeah. that's my, you know, I suppose that's really what it is. I, mm. I chose ticket inspectors, but it's it's this idea of finding people that can't afford to pay anyway. Well, mm. Stupid. Good point. Evil. Scum. Evil scum. So we're putting uh, down uh, TV producers and uh, <laughs> people that find poor people as scum. <laughs> that's the takeaway message for today. <laughs> Not all TV producers. <laughs> the reality is even. <laughs> some of them are probably nice. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Um, I think that's the end of it, really. So what are we going to do about that Jade Goody section? That's going in, mate. Oh, no. no that'd be a good. It's good. I um, don't think it was. <laughs> um, is there anything you want to plug at the moment? Are you... Nah. You, no, you're not doing any podcasts at the moment. Are you going to bring back uh, How Clean Is My Bum? I, I mean, I really like that, but we I don't know. I think it's probably... Lou's doing her other one now. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know how much she enjoys it, but I think it's doing all right. That yeah. one she's doing. Um, Do you want to plug Lou's one then? <laughs> no, I hate Lou's one. <laughs> no, there's nothing really to plug, mate, I don't think. Uh, okay. No. Maybe your Twitter. I know you said you're off social media. I mean, you can just, you know, <laughs> if you need to, if you need to say something, I, no, there's nothing, there's no real, I'm sort of working on stuff, but there's no sort of personal. Is there any particular um, biscuits or food mm. items that you're particularly enjoying at the moment? I could just plug curried pasta, I suppose. Curried pasta. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, maybe you could ask your mum what the recipe is, and we could post that on. So, I, do you know what? I've asked her before, and I think she, <laughs> I think she lies to me. Basically, <laughs> I don't, I don't think she even puts marmalade in hers or vinegar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, she lies to me because she, that that's her thing, and she knows it. Oh. To her and... Okay, without once you've got that, you don't need her anymore. <laughs> Useless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I've um, never done a podcast like this before, you know. Really? I've heard you on podcasts. Have you gone? No, I haven't. I'm here. Hello? Oh. Yeah, you disappeared for a second. I, I've heard you on a few podcasts. No, but I've not done one like this where I'm uh, I'm uh, myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 that's the power of my interview technique. <laughs> Okay, I hope you enjoyed it anyway. Yeah, thanks, man. I assure you the Jay Goody stuff is very good. Oh, there's no know. need to worry I about it. Me defending racism. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, well, I hope to see you in uh, a lot of things in the future, Luke, because you are, I'd like to say, without any embarrassment, that you are one of my favourite comedians. Oh, thanks, mate. I think you are very talented and in, uh, I encourage everyone to see whatever Luke's in in any future. Um, and uh, not to think of him as a racist, as you might think. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> and um, Thank you, mate. Thank you. It was all. lovely speaking to you. Yeah, you too. Uh, goodbye. Cheers. And let's hear it. Defenders of the universe. It's Darren Maskell and a guest, defenders of the universe. Who knows what they're going to defend next? That's 12 seconds.